All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sometimes I wonder how long I should just let you go without saying anything. I want to know. Is that a TV show? Yeah, can you guess it? I know what I is think. it the recess theme song? Yes, it is recess. Wow. Or recess, as they call it in one episode. What? When they get rid of recess, and then they get the superintendent, I believe it is, comes in. He's like, I have this great idea. We'll let the kids go outside and we'll let them play for 15 minutes and then later on again for lunch and we'll call it Recus. Mm. And it was just recess. I thought it was 18. I feel like as adults, we should also have recess. After we wrap up the podcast, we go outside and play for 15 minutes? Yeah, Yeah. just like throw a football around, just the group of us. We used to do that. We did creative catch at one point. There's a field right behind Little Brick and sometimes on Friday (laughs) afternoons we would go out and throw a ball. It was nice. I think we should bring that back this summer. Why not? There's a field right there. Or even now. Like, why don't we just start bringing our skates in? Just go for a quick twirl. Well, we're getting a little soupy now. Yeah, that's fair. It is getting warm. But we can throw a ball around. I've still got a ball. Actually, well, not in this car. My other car. Is ball and ball glove. Frank? Ball and glove. No, no, no. Baseball, baby. All right. Let's chuck one. Nice. Over I got to practice anyway. I got to throw it over the river. Over the river. Yeah. Yeah. Over the river? Yeah. yeah I feel like I've mapped out this the most narrow portion of the North Saskatchewan River. Yeah. And I feel like I could throw a baseball over that. We're trying to this here. We've had like, this debate for like six months. This has been going on for a long time. Now. A running start or a standing throw? You can do a running start. You can start. take as much a of a start hop. as you want. A little crow hop, yeah. Okay. You ain't making it. I think you could do it. I feel no like I could do it. it. Not like at, like there's parts where sometimes I've driven over the Walterdale Bridge and I go, there's no fucking way I could throw a no, baseball over No, there's definitely this. not. But if you but go like, down by the dog park over on yeah. the, down by Riverbend. That's what I'm talking about. I think I think it's doable. I think it's doable too. Anyway, Oilers Nation Radio episode. What are we, Tyler? Uh, I don't know. Ah, six. Ah, bamboozled, yeah. 
It could be episode six. You got Oilers Nation Radio, episode six. Nation Dan here, Rick, Tyler, Liam, Bagmo. Gang's all here. Lots to talk about. 266. Eric Carlson's still not an Edmonton Oiler. Like Let's just, way. you know what? Let's just wait till he is. We will not talk until Eric Carlson is here. Just on the pod, just in general? Yeah. Just in general. Okay, Our, so. Uh, blank hockey talk. Everybody. That's it. No more talk until he's here. I thought you were going to hit You're the crickets. Go a long one. time without talking. Could be years. <laughs> Can you imagine if we did that? No new episodes till Carlson's an oiler and he just never comes. Got to stick to the bit. Shit. Unless we get Eric Carlson to come on as a guest. That's How committed to the bit do you want to be? <laughs> that is the question here. Tyler, we got to kick off the episode with a uh, delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. It is Friday. They do delivery. They've got a nice little promo code via Uber Eats as well. If you're looking for a little Ooh. discount on some Oodle Noodle this weekend, Ooh. get on in there. Get yourself something to eat. If you're in Calgary, congratulations on finally being fed something other than cow shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Is that not true? That's what I heard. I like yeah, that's what I heard. I couldn't prove it wrong. So like Google it and pro- find it wrong. At the, 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 like Eagles fans down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler. What delicious is the debate? delicious debate today for our friends at Oodle Noodle? We are now basically two weeks away from the NHL trade deadline. So I ask you. Literally even. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's early. 15 days, I think, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it, isn't it yeah. two Fridays from now? Oh, wait. Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. No, it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're straight right. up two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> straight up two weeks. Literally two <laughs> weeks away. 16 days. <laughs> oh, it's going to slide two weeks now because it'd be over 42 minutes ago. Over under two and a half <laughs> trades for the Edmonton Oilers. Over under two and a half trades for the Edmonton Oilers. Personally, I thought we were going to get at least one by now. Apparently, yes, Pooley Harvey. What was Jim's tweet? Like a cat has nine lives, so too does the Bison King or some shit like yeah, that. It was, was very funny. Made me laugh out loud. Good job, Jim. It literally made me laugh out loud. So to answer the question over two and a half trades, Liam, you were to my right. What say you? Two and a half trades for the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Chickering Kane Carlson. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say under because <laughs> they quite can they afford to make three trades. Do they yes. have the assets to make three trades? Well, if you're talking those players, there's a lot of players going out at that point. So, yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. We just have nothing left but those three players. <laughs> Over under. And under. Ryan O'Reilly, too. Under. forgot him. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. My bad. Jonathan yep. Taves? So you're going under. What are you expecting? Then? Well, actually, we were Jonathan Taves. We were talking about him yesterday. And what did you find out? He's fat now. That, well, I think that might be a rude way to put it. Um, <laughs> but Frank, Frank heard a report that he's weighing in at like 240 pounds right now. Where oh. That's the rumor. So he's bulking up for a playoff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's like he's a just going into hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the task at hand. Tyler, two and a half trades. Oh, I want to know like your two deals. What no, you we'll talk about expect? that after. Okay. Round the horn fast. Go fuck myself. Yep. Uh, I'm going over. Over two and a half. Yeah. All right. I'm curious to, to see what's... It. No, we're going to get to you. I'm okay. curious to go what's on in that little brain of yours afterwards. Rick, two I and a half. I'm sticking at two, so under. Oh, uh, life's too short to bet the under. Dan? I'm going to say push because there's going to be a there's trade. There's going to be two anti-half trades. A player half trade? That has a player going one way and a draft pick coming back the other way. So That's, it's still, only a a That's still a trade. That's still a trade. I call it a half a trade. <laughs> two and a half. Push. I'm going to say <laughs> I forgot two and a half is an interesting number. I'm going to say over. Give me three trades. That's what I'm going to say. All right, now let's get into the business you want to talk about, Tyler. Thank you. Liam? The bee's knees. I think the Oilers will make one big trade and then one little guy will come in after two. So Eric Carlson and Sam Lafferty. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. Tyler, what do you got? They'll add a forward. They'll add a D-man. 
and they'll add a, and they'll do a Holy. cap dump. So those are my three deals. Is you know one of them will be a big one where they make a splash, whether it's like Errol Carlson, like Patrick Kane, and then on you know if it's a splash up front, then they'll go small <laughs> on the blue line and they'll need a cap dump anyways. So yeah, I'm going to say a cap dump, a forward, and a defenseman, with one of them being a big splash, like Eric Carlson. No Eric Carlson. Ah, None. I've got no time for your negativity. None. Nope. It's two trades. It's one for Ryan O'Reilly, and it's one for a, like a Kulak type of player. <laughs> you know what? Actually, if we get Ryan O'Reilly, I'd be super pumped. Dude, like you, uh, Cartley, Ryan O'Reilly helps you win that game against Detroit. Eric Carlson doesn't. Well. Ryan O'Reilly takes a lot of fucking defensive minutes off of Leon Dreisaitl, allows him to play a lot more uh, offensive. You know who we don't have to worry about seeing in the playoffs, though? It's the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Okay, They're but close. I just one, I, yeah, I'm not worried about the them per se. I'm just that like <laughs> that faceoff he lost. Ryan O'Reilly's out there; he's winning it. There's yes. times when when Leon's a little more meh in in his own zone, which I get it, but Ryan O'Reilly won't be. I I just I I said push, but I would say over just because Ken Holland like has some moves to make and he has to make some kind of action work here. So I I don't think that Eric Carlson is the move, but I wouldn't be upset about it either. I just think that we're gonna have you're gonna have a Carlson move or a, a bigger move, and then you're gonna have some smaller moves to kind of fix whatever we've adjusted with that big move. I went with the over, so here's my thinking. I think Sam Lafferty is gonna be an Oiler. Uh, I think that yes, Pugliarvi will be gone. Even though I, Yamamoto just makes me nervous. He's been hurt half the year, and then my third trade will be just some kind of like minor defenseman deal, like a six. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like. I think that's probably like a super realistic bet. But I don't like it. No, I don't like that either. I, I do, again, still think Ken Holland has to really push for one big move, whoever that may be. And, like, maybe it's even a situation. Like, if you go all out for Patrick Kane, I'd love it. But I still think, like, that can't be your only move. You have to get better defensively somehow. So it's got to be, like, a Patrick Kane deal, then, like, a Nola Chari deal, and you go out and get a get a low-end D-man, too, or a third-pairing D-man. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you don't need a third-pairing D-man. That doesn't help you win. But, like, come on. You need depth. You need at least eight D men to get through a playoff run. The Oilers, I don't think, have that right now. Like, no, and a Carlson deal moves a D man out. Well, that's the part that makes me the most nervous about a potential Carlson deal, <laughs> or not the most nervous, the most skeptical about it happening. Is like everyone loves drumming up this whole. All right, we'll clear out seven and a half million by trading Barry <laughs> and Pugliarvi. Okay, that clears out exactly seven and a half million. You then have to replace a spot on your roster, which is like Derek Carlson. Well, like he's playing both Barry spot and and yeah and yes yeah. spot. So like you need he to could. replace that Rover, and, and you don't have enough money for that. And then okay, well you got to create money. So now you're trading away Fogel as well. But like you got to replace his spot. Like I don't know. I just feel like the calculations oh, no. and the mock trades <laughs> are just nowhere close. What do you think it costs for Ryan O'Reilly? I bet you it'll take a first and a prospect. It'll okay, be so like a I, so here, I want I want Ryan O'Reilly at fifty percent retained. Okay, and I'm willing to give you this year's first. The following year, second or third, and Fogel. Yeah, the money doesn't quite work, but you could get a third-party well, broker yeah, in there. If, um, if you can get his, if you can get his price down, because after that you can go and you can like wave like a Jan Mark or Derek Ryan at that point, right? Or you just just get like a second team to retain on O'Reilly because he's a seven and a half million dollar cap hit. 
His bay, oh my god, his base salary this year is only one million bucks. It'll cost you like a sixth round pick to get a third team involved in on O'Reilly. So yeah, you could get him down to two and a half and flip Vogel. So up. that's what I'm I just doing. have a question about how many teams are there that we think are like the third party brokers right now. I'm sorry to put and that on And how many you. cities have how many Tim Hortons in sorry, it if they're yes. fishing for Ryan O'Reilly? I know I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but... You can't. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to address Dan's thing. I think, I think any team that's a seller, Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, San Jose, Vancouver, Arizona, Montreal, I think all six, seven of those would probably do it. Philly, St. Louis, maybe even. Like those just, teams, those aren't probably teams that are going to come into a Carlson conversation, though. But no team can retain on Carl. Like no team's yeah. going to be like, yeah, we'll take four more years of that dead That's, money. That's insane. You don't think teams would if you're like, hey, can you keep one million? They would say, give us years. a first round pick. For four, I don't know because it's four million. What is uh, sorry? I'm, I've been trying to think about this. What did the Oilers? No one's up? just going to do you a favor. No, I know you obviously have to pay for it. Yeah, but like when teams dump money. Like, what is the value usually? If like, full, what was it? Like, the Leafs had to give up first to get rid of Patrick Marlowe. For one year of Marlowe. For one year. Well, that, was they, a, that was a full $6 million cap. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was You're a asking a team cap. to do $1 million for four years. But it's also going to take up one of their res- oh, one, and a half, one of their spots, too. One of their three spots you can use on this. So that's big to tie that up. Like, if Arizona was willing to do it, well, they already have OEL on the books for the next three years. So you're going to ask them to do this, and they won't have, have one more retained money spot. So what was the... I'm trying to think. Like, Datsuk would have been one. So what, what was Datsuk traded to Arizona for? But that's LTIR, so it's not I know, really but you still... Same paying it's similar i mean in the sense of like they have to pay this guy contracts insured so it's not really like the same thing but essentially you're paying somebody to take them like they're still paying and that's my point is there isn't like obviously a deal out there that's been like oh we're gonna take this much money because he has four years left but i think the only equivalent to this would be someone dumping some ltir on it because the owner still has to pay that guy that's kind of the point i'm getting to but on LTIR, a lot of the times, like I said, it's covered in insurance and whatnot. And like, it'll cost you a first-round pick. If someone was going to keep a million bucks for four more years at Carlson, it'll be a first. Interesting. I don't know what it would cost. There is no right answer until it that's, happens. That's exactly it. And that's expensive. And that's the, I think that's the case for most of these transactions overall, but you're right. I, I think that's, like, I keep hearing people say, like, we'll just get a third-party broker. I would love to see which those ones are going to be. And Tyler, you're right. That's, that. like, to me, that there's a there's such a value in having those three spots available to you to be able to retain yeah. contracts of your own that you've screwed up on. And, that and a lot of these teams that are rebuilding are all, for the most part, with the exception of, like, maybe just San Jose, they're all kind of like, Again, two three years we're going to be better we mm. want that money you're not just going to like flush a million or two million bucks for a second round pick what do you think be. about this though tyler we're talking about ryan o'reilly for a second over at dailyfaceoff.com frank saravalli had a com- uh, comparable trade to Giroux to florida from last year yeah so would you pay a first a third and a Focus. prospect to get that done i think the comparison because it was owen tippett Right. That's oh, I think that's actually a decent Pugliarvi comparable. So would you give up a first and a third and Pugliarvi for Ryan O'Reilly? I think I would. Can you try and get Fogel in there instead? Oh, I only say that just because we're so thin down the right side where you have so many left-hand shots. If if you move out like if you move out uh, Pugliarvi in this deal and then Yam gets hurt, you've got two oh, spots yeah. there on the right wing that no, that's nobody's number one position. Um, Owen Tippett did spend time in the American League that season too. Yeah. I'm just trying to. So Owen Tippett is 24. Is that how old 
Yes, he is too. Yeah. Both are, yeah. So, like interesting. So that is a comparable from Frank over there. If you're listening to this, yes, yes, I is uh, 24, turns 25 in May. See, now that's where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move the full goal. The, the left-handed shot over the right-handed shot to me. That Fogel's one's going to be a tougher one, though, because probably because Fogel's got another year left. And I think yeah, he's got, I, I think teams would view him as having less upside. With Pugliarvi, I think you're still, if you're the acquiring team, you're kind of holding on to like that. Hey, you could score 25 for us one year. I think with Fogel, you're just kind of like, ah, serviceable third liner. I don't know. I think I if you're thinking him. that he may score 25 for us one year, I think that's. I Why think can't the, we think that same? No, thing? no. I think the acquiring team that'd be that's part of the intrigue with taking a stab on a Pugliarvi versus the a Fogel. Box. It's the it, there's a bit of a mystery box element there. Like he could be terrible for you, and you'll not re-sign him, or he could fit in really well and score twenty five mystery goals. box. Well, Fogel drives a uh, drives a, a half ton, right? So yeah. he's really good on the team too, and he looks good with glasses on. He it's, does. He's very handsome. So Clark. you never know how GMs could maybe value that. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. kind of how the Oilers valued him, no, when they acquired him, being like, oh, well, this wasn't he like the playoff guy or something like that? Kind and someone, I forget who it was, but they were like, oh, you got Zach Hyman this summer and the next Zach Hyman. And I remember being like, oh, that's fucking awesome. He's going to look so <laughs> good next to McDavid. And it just didn't work. But that's okay. Well, there you have it, folks. I just, I still think you try and move a left-handed shot. That's you know you know what yeah. topic's out of legs when Liam says, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my He's lot. tired. Just crush a, uh, another Alfredo. The dude's had a lot of carbs in his system. He's leaning back in the chair already. The hat's down lower. He's looking for a little shade. Pulling a Jonathan Taves, I see. <laughs> yeah. you, love a, you love an Alfredo in the middle of the day. Who doesn't? <laughs> Me it puts me to sleep. <laughs> Jonathan good, Taves would meal. be is still interesting to me though. He's having a bad year. This illness thing is worrisome. The He's, Alfredo thing is worrisome. Yeah, for Liam. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's great Alfredo. But all of a sudden, he might only cost you like a couple of like mid to late round picks to get. But he's still a price tag. Yeah, but just get him kept twice and move out Fogel in the just deal. get him. Yeah, just kept twice. twice. I think Chicago might be out of being a third party team for the idea of the, if they trade both. Taves and Kane. I know it's only one season or the rest of the season. That's still ten million, right? You know what I'm trying to say? Like maybe they're just a team that won't be a third party team. But it's else. not like the thing and Frank taught me this lesson earlier this week, which is the reason I've been talking about it, is you can't look at it as they're keeping five million bucks because they're not. The salary for these guys, because the signing bonuses are paid, the salary is two point nine million for each of them. We are sixty percent through the season. So there's only 40% left on that contract. But only a 40, can you do the math on that? 40% of 2.9 is... Yep. Hang on. Go for it. Okay, so half of it would be 1.45. So like, probably like 1.2 or close to it. Yeah, carry the one. Yeah. That was over there. So the Hawk, there's only 1.2 million left on this contract. So it's really only, if they're retaining half... But there's, only, there's, only, so there's is, only so many teams that, can, that, have, that aren't on LTIR that can do it that way. What is the base salary for Carlson? Is it 11 and a half? I, yeah, I think I can check. Um, Let's check. Let's see what the Bucks say. But Just no, for it's funsies. Like, if we're on the top. The teams who are retaining money, it has nothing to do with cap hit. Like, in terms of what the Oilers are getting in, it does. But, like, when you're retaining, it's not like the Hawks are going to have to dish out $5 million bucks to these guys. Okay, They're only retaining, like, $400,000 in, like, Checks signed like out the door. Keith last season, where he's only making a million or whatever, yeah. right? And so, like, Duncan, well, Tyler, Eric Carlson only makes two million bucks this year. Does he really? Yep. In base salary. Yep. What are we doing here? 
<laughs> I mean, it jumps back up to 10.5 yeah. next year, but like and 10, <laughs> yeah, you know. 10 the year after. Well, but, but like great. right now. He's the best defenseman in the league. But we're talking about retaining money. He's having a great the Coyotes year don't give right a fuck now. if he's it's good. It's not possible for us. Well, well, he's, every, well he's, he's having a great year right now, a yep. thousand percent. Seven months ago, you were not making this trade at all. You weren't even looking at the player. Here. We've well, got a lot of fun police in this he room. Was on the, and how many? How many? Dan? That's uh, just one sec. I'll bring Dan, up the Dan, we spoke about this before. I'm pointing my finger in the air, people. <laughs> I got a point business. to make, but Dan has to make it. I can't remember what he said. But he was like, oh, I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but it was like, he played most of his games with a guy that played like a handful of games in the American League last season. And then also Jacob Middleton. So when he was playing with Middleton, he was good, but then Middleton got traded almost to the Oilers, apparently, according to the jersey that was made. And then the other guy he played with was brutal, right? Knees so, off. Who? Knees off? Skis off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy. K N Y Z H O V was his was his main partner in 2020 and he made Carlson play like he had his knees off. Hey. <laughs> a guy that in he's knees off or whatever. That's, that's a big risk. Now. I might look at him in the summertime. Carlson I just don't was, think he's right now. I'm I'm coming around more. On I don't think the, he, he doesn't solve the issues that we need solved right now. I think what I think where you're coming from, Rick, and this this is just I'm only saying this because this is where I was at two days ago. Is that. <laughs> It's life comes at you fast. Yeah, hey? yeah. <laughs> it's that we're if you make this Carlson transaction, that is your core. Leon, Connor, and Carlson. You already have a core right now. Until you're four and until you for another four years. And then give them to me. Leon decides in three years whether he's gonna be here tonight or not. They're not going and anywhere decides in four years. I'm just saying that's it. Like because the transactions after that, you think they had a tough time making this transaction happen. Making a deal after this to bring in somebody at the next deadline, it's gonna be that much harder. So but you're, st you're still going to address the same issues. Are you though? Yeah, we're still <laughs> we're still not we're still lackadaisical defensively in our own end. Eric Carlson's not going to change that. Yeah, he'll just skate it right out himself. But no problem. Yeah, his hair will be flowing out the back of the helmet while I'll be swooning. Okay, he but makes a yeah. But his your mustache problem, will be nicely you just waxed out, and twisted. The problem you just laid out, Rick, is a team problem, <laughs> not a player person. Like you can't. There's no one person that's going to come in and fix that. No, but there's a person to come in and, and and lead towards it and try and bring everybody with them. But doesn't. But a doesn't Ryan O'Reilly, a, a, a Taves is going to do that. But doesn't Whereas Carlson, Carlson's not going to be too worried about the five on five or the four on five or the play in his own end because that's not his strength. But he's gonna he's gonna keep the puck out of your zone by walking it out or getting it out of the zone okay, more but effectively gonna, is, for twenty three minutes. Is he again. gonna keep the forwards from uh, rushing the blue line again, or another? Are the forwards gonna actually rush out even faster now because of a guy like uh, Carlson to throw because the puck? Have, Let me ask you a question. Are the, is is he gonna make them keep an eye on their backside? Let me ask you a question. Are you gonna be happy if like all they get is a depth defender and like Sam Lafferty? I don't know what what I'll be happy. I'll have to see the names first, but I mean, I'll be like a bottom six guy and a third pairing D man. Yeah, and I don't think a I don't think a, a third pairing D man is what you. I think you need a boat like a Kulak again, like a second pairing guy, and you need someone who can solidify your play in your own end. Like if like I said, if you could take some of these defensive minutes off Leon, he gets to go back to being super duper forward again. But he's doing a lot of defensive. He has a lot of more defensive responsibilities this year. He's out taking all those damn faceoffs. If the dude's not healthy and the dude's running out of energy, he's, and he's healthy, still, and he's still out there, and he's still out there having to take defense's own faceoffs. Like I'd much rather have a Leon play in, in our own end. Let me ask you another question: Would you extend Derek Ryan 
to $11 million because he has the same amount of goals as Jonathan Huberto. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Carlson, like, you can't say Eric Carlson would make the Oilers substantially better. He would, right? You'd make them better for sure. but Substantially I don't think, better. Sure, but if you're but if you're looking at, like, the, the overall rankings of the Edmonton Oilers that like you do on NHL, um, when you add a Carlson in, it moves up X. If you were to move in uh, Ryan O'Reilly, I think it moves up more. You just EA Sports us? Yep. I think Eric Carlson makes you substantially better than Ryan O'Reilly does. Like, the guy's going to win the Norris. He's exceptional in transition. You'll have the puck on your stick more with Eric Carlson on your team. My point this whole time has not to been, like, not to be the fun police or whatever. You are, though. Eric sponge. Carlson makes them so much better. Mm-hmm. It's just not realistic. It's not a realistic trade that can happen in the next two weeks. And you're also one injury away away from being big trouble when it comes to defense again. Yeah, sure. I like it. that wouldn't stop me from doing it, and the like picks wouldn't stop def- me from like doing it. Add a defenseman without subtracting one. Yes. That Let me ask you a question. Defenseman going into the playoffs, but if you swap one, you still got seven. Let me ask you a question. Yep. How handsome do you think you'd look in an Eric Carlson jersey? Oh, I think I'd look fantastic. That's all. Again, you know, just things to consider, Liam. I mean, I already bought mine. Well. I Liam already bought his. It's such an he had to change his name to Eric Carlson just to get them to do it. But I think I think like <laughs> McLeod can learn a lot more from say a Ryan O'Reilly. Sure, and some of that, and, and like a, and a Holloway can learn from that, <clears throat> I, and then takes that those responsibilities off Connor and Leon, and they can go back to well, not Connor per se, but Leon can go back to like worrying all about offense. I think the interesting thing about the Carlson conversation is i literally don't disagree with anybody <laughs> like this is such a difficult trade to pull off but it would be so awesome to have eric carlson here he would make us better but he also wouldn't make us better in areas we necessarily need to be better at and then just how do you make it work like it's the, the third party thing doesn't make any sense like how why is if you put carlson on this team last year does that help us beat colorado yes, yes. i think so because you do you Instantly, win a couple but you, you actually beat them i think no, the, the, you just I said think no O'Reilly you asked, does the help. first question you asked was yes. does, it, does it make them better or better against colorado and the answer is yes they would have their counterpart beat, to beat colorado then, yes, yes they beat them they so beat you them. put in carlson you take out barry and you think the oilers all of a sudden beat colorado last last year no that you team. said would they be better <laughs> yeah. they lost four games to colorado no, i said I beat them i said beat them i would say they beat them a couple times i think they would beat them a couple times and that would have made a series out of it it would have been a different conversation altogether because we wouldn't have been looking at the the downward spiral that we were in after games two three and four right like see and I, I just think that if you have a guy like ryan o'reilly in the lineup instead uh, it makes you a, a more yeah. well-rounded team and better situated to beat colorado why not who both? The, obviously is the team we're looking at because they're the ones who beat us last we're year we're making right? all these other trades we may as well Add Ryan O'Reilly to this Eric Carlson thing too. Well, if you do Patrick Carlson, you, if you do Carlson, you could be the third team. If you I mean, do Carlson, you, you almost can't O'Reilly. do anything else. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know. It's it's such a crazy <laughs> conversation. I think the reason last season in the Colorado series, I think Kale McCall was the biggest difference maker. Just everything about him was all offside. like all positive. I'm offside. offside. But I think Carlson <laughs> is the closest comparison to that right now in the NHL. Right, I think that's a fair comment to say. So I think he would have made, would have gave the Oilers a better chance to beat Colorado. Last we had, and from my perspective, I honestly don't think it's going to happen. But I'm in that mode where I just bought my lottery ticket and I'm fantasizing about the cool shit I'm going to buy when I have when I get my winnings. You know? See, uh, see, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck with Ryan O'Reilly. Helped. I know it's not as fancy. I know it doesn't have the flowing hair. He's also and, having a, like a bad year, but he was hurt. So yeah, like. It, that's the player. I'm, that's the player he does I'm increase at. our beard per 60. Yep. 
and or bareface per 60. Yeah, but Carlson can bring, bring back no, the, no visor. Oh, he can bring back the pirate look though that we had with. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with bareface. I, I was thinking like B E A R. I was like, yes. what does that mean? I thought to be right fair, after you said beard, you said bareface. So I was like, I don't know where we're. Carlson going. would bring back the pirate look we had oh, with yeah. uh, Lander. It's true. Our sexy per sixty rises significantly with Eric Carlson on the roster. How is his ab- How are his abs? Well, we need to replenish the Swedish all abs team. Do, yes. I'm just saying. There's it's another. Part of, it's part of the transaction. It's part of the cost. Underlying uh, reason That's why we should. at least another first round pick for you, Tyler, right? Yep. Yep. I'd spend them all. Tyler loves this podcast. I would only have three defensemen on the ice if you get Eric Carlson. Right, Tyler? Yeah. Can you imagine if the Oilers were just like, you know what? Fuck the cap. We're running nine forward. <laughs> we're running nine forward we're together. Ten and eight. Nine and five, like a beer league team. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs efficient. the rest of them? It's actually a well- Attended beer league game if you're running nine and five. That's good. Oh, buddy, you got you got spares there. Yeah, the you're scratching someone. Gets in the hyperbaric <laughs> chamber in the intermissions. Last time I played beer league, there was one sub. You know? Probably a good time. Was it delicious? No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I want to hear from you. How many trades are the going to make? Over two and a half. That's the line Tyler set. Two. Yep. Like, was that the delicious debate? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Holy for 27 we minutes. It. Well, yeah, what I was going to say, we, we ran debate. for a while there. We, we went around a few <laughs> different spots. Oh, Had to get the trade, trade talk in there. Oh, a yeah. debate. That's what a debate is, though. Yeah. yeah. You Thank can't cut it back in Rick's day before all these exactly. damn streaming services. <laughs> yeah. This was entertainment. Oh, don't start me on the streaming services again. <laughs> back in my day, we used to... Tiger on TSN right now, but now you need some oh, weird-ass yeah. fucking By the way, what's that golf documentary called on Netflix? Full Swing? It fucking rules. Well, how many episodes in are you? Uh, I just finished bros, boys taking their shirts off at the waste management. The waste management. Uh, see, I, I'm only one in. My concern with it, and I'm actually curious because you're not like a hardcore golf fan mm-hmm. at all. So is it intriguing you as a casual golf fan? Is yeah. it getting you interested in the product? Yeah. Is it doing better than the tennis show? I like it better than the tennis one. I, th- I like it better than the tennis one too. the tennis one. Me I too. just watched Tanner Fritz. Not Tanner Fritz. He's the hockey player. Taylor Fritz when... That one, because I like, just fell off. The episode I just watched last night of what again? Full the swing. Waste management open, full swing. Yeah. But they also had like DJ was in it talking about going to live golf and they did that whole thing and just it's his answers were fun. It's a great year to get involved in. The, it's a great year yeah. for Netflix to get involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really hoping it has, it won't have like an F1 type impact on like the sport, but I'm hoping it has a good impact on the sport. I'll tell you one thing. Because it's not as low. Yeah. They Golf's dive into the waste management open a couple of different times in this thing. And I was just like, man, I got to go to this thing. I got to sit in that group on the 16th hole throwing beers at the players. You know how you have to get there, right? No. Tell me. You have to line up at 5 a.m. They release the uh, gates at 6 a.m. I'm not going to bed. And you you sprint (laughs) to your spot. When you get to your spot, you stay there. I'm pretty fast. But if you get there at like 6.05, let's say you're that fast. I don't know how far it is. 6.05. 6.03. Because you're super duper fast. You got that Carlson speed. Mm Mm-hmm. What time do you think the first foursome is going to get to you? <laughs> it doesn't like matter. Five, be, six hours later? I'll be that's napping. That's makes it so good because <laughs> you are well lubricated and, and you by can't, that point. Yeah, but what, you got to go pee? No. Nope. You got to have a buddy. I wonder if they've considered a shotgun stop. <laughs> that way there's always somebody on every hole. I just, I don't know that I've ever seen a thing in golf before where people are throwing beers at the oh, fucking great. players. It's great. Straight up throwing them. Uh, I, think, yeah, they're, I think you're trying to shower them and then sometimes the can falls out of your hand. It it's it's outrageous. <laughs> I need to be there. I need to be there. Anyway. Know where you need to be, Rick? Where? It's the day after your birthday. Oh, I know where to the be. The Oilers Nation 15th birthday bash at the it's Pint Downtown. 
Tickets went on sale yesterday. We actually probably sold almost a quarter of the tickets just yesterday. People are excited. These are moving. So if you want to come to this event, again, it's March 18th. Doors open at noon at the Pint downtown. There's a game on at 2 p.m. Head on over to nationgear.ca. Get the, the details for the party. Grab your tickets. It's going to sell out. We're going to have swag bags. We're going to have an exclusive tea. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to be raising some money for free play for kids. It's going to be a great time. We'll have hangovers. It is the day after St. Patrick's Day. Hair of the dog. That's the best way to handle it. No better way than having a... Uh, Amaretto and Hennessy. Kick off your day. (laughs) I want you to try and start the day after St. Patrick's Day with that drink. Uh, Also on the 16th, I highly suggest you buy a pizza. Fire that in the fridge for the 18th and the 19th mornings. Oh, yeah, 100%. Thank you. And I've I've met a point in my life now where I've got three rules. One, always frozen pizzas in my freezer. Mm -hmm. Always. Uh Two, always fries in my freezer. Mm-hmm. Three, always nugs in the freezer. And I have a fourth rule. Hit me. So do I. Never give up. <laughs> Mine was always frozen veggies in the freezer. Yeah, nobody wants that. Oh. I can't have oh, any I food like, rules. What do you need, frozen veggies? Yeah, don't you have like a weird frozen veggie thing I just, you do? I just like eating frozen veggies. Yeah, they're just... Are you still on that train? Well, I was going to say, hold on a second. Are you like firing them back frozen? Cook them. Yeah. It's a good chunk snack. We've done this before. eating them like popcorns? Mm, delish. Just gets the stir fry mix <laughs> all frozen together. Mm, <laughs> frozen green beans. I like those ones with the little tiny cut carrots, just handfuls of those. Mm. Oh, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Nationgear.ca. Get tickets to the 15th anniversary. Be there. We've got some shenanigans planned for you. And I want you to be there. Liam wants you to be there, most importantly. It's true. <laughs> Liam's asleep. I love enthusiasm in that. Yeah. Uh, Liam's in his food coma. Get into a little bit of Oilers news. Kyle Yamamoto activated off the LTIR officially today. Dylan Holloway, Vinny DeHarnay loaned to the Bakersfield Condors. First thoughts when you saw these with the transactions today. Tyler, you're on check. Disappointed because it means we aren't going to get a trade anytime soon. And I want to trade. I like talking about trades. Um, I think in the long run, this could actually be a good thing for Holloway, though, right? Go down there, play I 20 agree. minutes a game, handle the puck a ton, play on the power He's play. He's be back up in two weeks anyway. Come back up after the deadline and be a more confident version of yourself, young yeah. Holloway. Well, I was writing the newser on OilersNation.com just for what happened, and mm-hmm. Liam sent me a very funny message. He's just like, Oilers Nation every day. The post's ready to get scheduled in. I'm like, okay, I'm just finishing up this newser on, this tr- on these roster moves. And he goes, it's exactly what we've been waiting for. Liam, what were your thoughts? I saw it and I thought, right on. <laughs> like, I just don't like... Nobody could have been surprised God. today. You had to realize by the time yesterday... It there happened was, yesterday. We knew that was that was pretty much going to happen. And it was just absolute chaos. Everyone, anyone would have thought the, the sky was falling with what went down today. And, and every time anything we do something, the sky is falling to Honestly, some people. I just... Two things. One... Didn't everybody just expect Vinny Dehane to be here for the entire season when we all wanted another defenseman? Yeah, you bring another defenseman, Vinny's got to go down anyways because you're not going to keep, people, keep yeah. him up here as your eight. So that happened. And yeah, I heard Vinny was a record teach. with him in the lineup, though, you guys? I know. Yes. Especially my, with my counterpoint. I said this one in the room. Jack Campbell was the only reason the Oilers were winning games at the start of the year then. Wasn't his record like eight and two or something? But yeah, it's yeah something weird like that. Same, exact same like, reason we didn't get rid of Jack Campbell. We can't get rid of any. They're making the right like, save. Back man, then. like how is this not a good thing overall? I just don't get it. I They're just, just resting up Vinny Dayarnay to teach Eric because Carlson how to play defense. Nothing the Oilers can do. That's the right move. Everything <laughs> no, the Oilers do is the wrong move. According to some people, <laughs> they're just protecting Pulleyavi. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Sounds good. Again, Jim Matheson had a banger of all bangers yesterday when he said that cats have nine lives and so too does the bison king or something like that as he is... We all thought he was going to be tweeted. So the, the tweet is cats have nine lives and it looks like bisons do too because Pooley hasn't been put on waivers or traded to make cap uh, the cap more work to make cap more work <laughs> to get Yamamoto and his $3.1 million off the LTR. I was surprised. I've been waiting for a trade. I just want some chaos. This was no chaos. This made sense. I want sense. the right trade. I think too many people are just hoping for a trade. Like me. I want the right trade. Me too. I want the right trade too, but any Give trade would anything. be fun. You know? So, so like you guys, your job is to figure this stuff out and like report on it and stuff. But that's Tyler's job. Like, I feel like some people just need to like read the news and then log off and check in tomorrow and see. Call how me it Huey goes. Lewis, then well, Dan. I am well, the news. I people were just refreshing <laughs> their. I saw that. people refreshing the feed all last night, hoping something was going to happen. <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. Like the news breaks, and then it then you can figure it out. You don't have sometimes to. I wish, sometimes I wish the NHL transactions were like the stock exchange. Yeah. And just like yeah. after three o'clock, nothing That's can it. happen until tomorrow morning exactly. again. Exactly. Untrue. You can get in the post hour trading. I was going to say. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not lucking. Sorry, Tyler. You go ahead. I just think some people need to realize that not everything's the end of the world. Like, hey, Vinny Darren went down. Like you said, he, if you want a new defenseman at the deadline, Vinny's going down anyways. He's not playing in the playoffs, folks. And like, I don't know. He might. Going down for a week isn't the worst thing ever. Tyler. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it's as if they can't ever come back and play video of this again. <laughs> no, <laughs> they may not. Holloway, Vinny Dayane to some people. He's a Calgary flame now. Gone away. Don't you ever see yep. that? Like, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> or like, there's people who. I lost one friend to that team. I That's don't want to lose another. There's was it Jay? People, no, I remember a couple, <laughs> a couple years ago, I was sitting there talking with a certain guy who's playing in Sweden as of now, and I said, hey, please, just don't sign with Calgary. He's like, I would never. God and then him. like three weeks later, he signed with Calgary. Son of a gun. Personal. Go on, Tyler. Tell us what you were saying. I was going to say, some people just, every move the Oilers make is like the wrong move, and then when the Oilers make the right move, they just love to hop on Twitter and be like, yeah, but remember the wrong moves? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like Anthony Sioux. Yeah. Come on. Um, I, sorry, no one thing I said on the live show today when you asked me, Tyler, like, is this team worse? I said, for the forward group, no, because Yamamoto is better than Holloway. I feel like that's a very obvious statement, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, the blue line probably gets a little bit Weaker, I suppose, with the way Dehartney is playing, especially on the penalty kill. But also, this is a, a a group of six NHL defensemen. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be as big of a deal as it's being made out to be. They will be back with the Edmonton Oilers again this season. What's your bet? When the Oilers should still win games know. with them out? Like, come on. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know when they'll be back because you need someone to get hurt essentially. They beat for the them Rangers to be back. Out. Well, I guess Holloway was in the line. Holloway scored time. the game time yeah. goal. I'm guessing Holloway's back. Deadlines. Is- Two Fridays from now, he'll be back that weekend. Holloway will be back Basically, the like deadline. a trade line deadline acquisition. Holloway will be back sad. around the deadline, and Vinny will be back for the playoffs. I Leave the mic arm alone, Tyler. He's not breaking it. <laughs> Vinny will be the... I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> Vinny will be in the taxi squad, I think, for the playoffs. Black but. aces. Black aces, or black yeah. aces yeah. So That I means he can boogie as soon as the games are over. Yes. Big man moving. Yeah, 2017, they didn't wait for that one. Uh, yeah. Maybe they won't be back. Ever Holloway, Holloway, Holloway would. Well, although when you start to think about like the value of money and the contracts and stuff, we don't want to get into a situation where at the end of the season you're playing 17 players. Yeah, I, I think though, like it, there's true. a decent chance both Fogel and Pulyarvi are moved off the roster. Oh yeah. So I think in know, the next two weeks. Spot. Yeah. Well, that's on your two and a half. 
One of them Trades. will go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said over, though. I said okay. over. Um, I think there's a decent chance both of them could be gone, and that's an easy recall for Dylan Holloway. I don't think it's... The Dayane is nothing he's done, obviously. This nope. is just a cap issue that he, we all knew was going to happen at the start of the season, and the reason it's happened is because Costin and Yanmark both came in and made it known that they need to be on the NHL roster. And now you have to sacrifice a guy who has played... 12 games in the NHL. Like this is, it is what it is. Whatever. Frank Zarvali tweeted and it makes sense, right? Finagling the cap slash roster this way buys them some more time to make a trade. If they want to Edmonton wants Holloway playing more minutes for the time being Holland is man managing what he knew was going to be a challenging cap situation since training camp. Find me the person that saw the Vinny DeHarnay call up in early January and said he will be here with this team from now on. Oh. Like I, it's said, just, I, said last, we, I said at the beginning of the year that you'll probably see him around Christmas yeah, time. But when we call him up, we it wasn't like a that wasn't a permanent. No, he wasn't going to be in the top six. So it's just you know I know he played well, but he's not blowing the doors off of the league or anything. I will miss his shots from the office though. Yeah, yeah, this is so sneaky wristers, man. Yeah. Get him through the pinball. It's like mm -hmm. Ovechkin. Yep. Somebody asked Same that spot the other day. over and over. Be better. They, they said that you got Earl <laughs> Gretzky behind the net is his office. Ovechkin above the hash marks is his office. Is there anybody else in the league? that Leon's got one down low. Would you say Leon is yeah, in the Leon state? down low. That's in Leon's sure, office. That's the thing. Yeah, it's so off wing down low. Any others over the history of hockey that you could think of where it's like an office for somebody? Al McKinnis from Bombs from the Point. Stamkos is kind of in that OV area too. Yeah, like I think pretty that's, much the exact I think Stammer's a lot more. It's lower though. To me, to me, yeah, to me He's reverse dry side. A lot more yeah. all over goals. Whereas Horkov right really beside the post on the power play. Come on. in front of the net. Hey, we sleep it on Alex Chason's office. <laughs> down on one door. knee down on mm. one knee with his hands at the bottom of his stick still missing him he was the answer <laughs> that was Mark a realistic Latest. question but oh, <laughs> Mark Latest too yes oh that was a good year him ripping year. home pucks in that spot yeah paralyzer from Matt Hendricks see that's why we can't win uh, fucking shootouts right now well, let's talk about he kind of has his like he's yeah. known for tipping shots right yeah, that's yeah, true that's let's uh, we can't win an OT right now let's talk about the Red Wings game. First, I want to give a shout out to Cattail Crossing Blades of Steel Pond Hockey Tournament. That is going on this weekend. Did you listen to me last week when I said, hey, or I guess that was on Tuesday. I said, hey, this is your last day to enter. So if you're listening to this, go, well, Bang Milk, I didn't have a chance to enter my team. I wish you would have let me know. Well, we did. Your own fault. Where does this voice come from? You said that little voice the other day on your show. I heard it when I was cutting clips. Same, like it? same caller. Yeah, just same the same person. I love it. I think it's, it That's just my generic expected. one. Yeah, I just got my generic little, this is a random person voice. You don't have a voice for people that are like criticizing you and they're like getting no, I all just, up in your face? I just talk louder. I move my arms. I like to, well, like I, you know me, I like to make sound effects, make weird noises and shit. Like, this is, it is what it is. Are you the guy that says, do you want to be a man, a man boy too on your show? No, I stole that from, uh, I stole that from Beavis and Butthead. It's a very classic show. Great show. Yeah. Oh, you don't like the sound effects I put on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Blades of Steel 3-on-3 three -three Pond Hockey Tournament is happening out at Cattail Crossing Golf and Winter Club this weekend. If you didn't enter, it's all good. It's an all-ages event. Get down there and enjoy just the festivities. There's a lot going on. You can see some NHL alumni down there. You can see some of the cash prizes being awarded, and you will see the winning team make a donation to the charity of their choice. Head on out to Cattail Crossing. Enjoy the weekend. It's supposed to be lovely this weekend, I think. I just made that up. 
<laughs> we can check the weather. It looks fantastic. Looks great. I'm watched, looking out the window. I watched Bag Milk the entire time he said that, and he just was automatic, automatic, and then he Staring realized that he lied. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, Saturday, highs of minus two. Sunday, highs of plus one. Perfect. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. There you go. Man, I, I fucking nailed it. believe right out of you, Bag Milk. If you don't hear me next week on this podcast, it is because I've taken over for Josh Clausen. <laughs> Just right. based off of your whim. <laughs> Whatever you decide. Just that a moment. note. Just a note out there. Uh, let's talk about the Detroit game. No. Let's. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pause for an ad. Okay. Okay, now let's talk about the Detroit game. <laughs> Frustrating. Oilers deserve to win. Couple of uh, unlucky bounces off Broberg beat Campbell. There was the Oli Mata goal, just beat him clean. Had to stop that one. Goalie can make a save. Yeah, frustrating. Yep. How would you describe it? Goalie word from... association impromptu. Tyler. Goalie make a save. Okay, Dan. Lackadaisical effort. Rick. Unlucky. Liam. Uh, I like the unlucky one too. Like I get it. The first goal, you got to keep your you got to keep your pad on the on the ice. Yep. So you keep yeah. your paddle down. I get that. And that third one, I think he left the post too early. That's the kind of how that yep. weird deflection kind of mm-hmm. was that the second one, maybe I don't yeah, that was the second one. Second one, yeah. Third one I think was going wider than that, maybe before it hit Broberg. Still. Still. Yeah. And then I think that fourth one, if you had a guy like Ryan O'Reilly taking the face off, that's not even an issue. In the first period, yeah, clean alone, by Leon. there was three pucks that slid underneath Jack. Like one went in the net and then two went across the crease, but underneath yeah. him when he was yeah, his pad up, was lifting early. It was weird. We had some opportunities game. to score two where we didn't. Hundred percent. They always hit a couple of posts post early. Four post goals should be enough to win every hockey game. Yep. Most. Most. So, what do you take for the away from that game, or do you just flush it? Uh, they got to start better. I yes, will say that. Hundred percent. They they they're starting to get back into this trend where they don't start games on time again, and it's like. Come on, you were good at it in January. There's no way you just forgot how. Like, start on time. so good once they score that fucking first goal. Yeah, when they get that first goal, they just start buzzing. Like, even against Ottawa on the Saturday, first goal came early, first couple of minutes, they were buzzing. Yeah. It's it's so frustrating. Like, if they don't score that first goal, it almost, like, slows them down. So they get that first one. And even if they're down 3 nothing, they get that first one, and it's like they're always they're playing on their toes now. So looking ahead at tonight's game against the Rangers, Rangers come in winners of six in a row. They are eight, one and one, I believe in the last time I'm doing that off the top of my head, but this is going to be a challenge. 
They've got a first line that is absolutely ripping them in the net right now. Although they split that up, that lineup. Yeah, they did. But still, Panarin's got 12 points in his last five. Uh, Zibanejad, has, DJ Zibad has seven goals oh, in his Zibad. last five. They're they're very good. They're very deep. They have a good, fast, mobile blue line. They have a great goalie. You should start starting to round it out. We yeah. have a great record against them in the last couple of years. The team should feel confident. And uh, just because this team's so much better than the teams that have faced in the last little while, I anticipate you see a different, uh, a different version. Of I'm going to give you one key to victory tonight, Liam. And it can't be the one you said on O&E. Oh, what do you got? On. Ah, my one key to victory tonight. Maybe I'll just twist what I said a little bit. I think you need better goaltending. Yep. I think that's fair to say. I believe in Jack Campbell way more than I have all season. And Who's I starting tonight, Stu? Uh, no, we don't know. Oh. I I would have just assumed Campbell. Check daily faceoff. It should know. be Skinner. I think, I think you go back to Stu tonight, but... Flip, flop is what they call it. I'm that. good. I'm good with either. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I did this a couple of years ago when we'd say one goalie should start and the other goalie started, and they mm-hmm. had a good game. I got off the train of uh, trying to pick goalies back then. Tyler, one unique key to victory that you did not say on your own show, Oilers Nation, every day. Oh well, I give my good key to victory then. Well, I'll give uh, a shitty one. Second then. best one. <laughs> uh, what's my key to victory? Key to victory. Get into the fight early. Yeah, and and like initiate it. It yeah, feels like there's a lot yeah. of games where the Oilers kind of got to get dragged into it. The other teams got to get under their skin, and the Oilers are like, oh, God, now we're going to fight back. Just, like, start like that. Start pissed off and angry like you want to beat the hell out of the New York Rangers. Yeah. 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 Pretend like you went to a DJ Z-Bad show and didn't have the good value or good time you were expecting. Yeah. 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 Dan, yeah. key to victory. I'm going to say the complete opposite of Tyler because oh. I'm scared of the Jacob Truba effect. Why? We have to claim Costin. Yes, but... <laughs> Clint Costin, and you'll notice most of Jacob Truba's fights this year always follow one of the other team's players getting killed. So I'm not a big fan of that. I would like them to just kind of outskill the New York Rangers tonight. Go ahead and skate around them, score more goals than the New York Rangers, and do not engage with them after the play. Uh, Secondary point on Dan's point. Keep your head up. Yep. (laughs) Truba will kill you if he has the chance. Rick, keep it. Defense's own structure. Yes. They're very offensive. They can score from anywhere. It's almost like playing ourselves in some ways. Keep them, keep their offensive opportunities limited. Keep them to the outside. Make life easier for a goaltender. Make life easier for your own damn team. Puck support is going to be my key to victory. That goes from in the offensive zone. That goes on the breakout. That just make sure that you've got somebody there with you. And you're not trying to force it across the ice. I hate that. The buddy system. Buddy system. You need an accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. Find one. Make sure you know where he is. Rely on him. Rely on him. And be there for yours. Friendship. Safety first, then friendship. Yep. Right? Accountability buddies. Score prediction, Dan? I'm going to say 5-4 Rangers. Rick? 5-3 Edmonton, empty netter. 4-2 yes. win for the Oilers. Liam? I'm going to go off my usual pick. I'm going to say 6-4 Oilers. Empty net? Empty net. <laughs> Score. <laughs> when was the last time you hit that, by the way? Uh, Detroit. Didn't they hit a him tonight against the Red Wings? Yeah. There you go. Tyler? I knew Ottawa. Four. Th- shootout. Four, three Oilers in overtime. You have less than a month if you want to come with us to Toronto. There's, there's still, only two spots left. There's two spots left. I was going to say four. Half the spots. You would have been incorrect. I would have been incorrect. Wrong. I was right about the weather. 
wrong about the trip. The weather and is turned around. It was supposed to snow today. It's not Blue snow. Skies. Not a cloud in the sky. Breaking. No I don't snow. Know. I asked Bag Milk. Good from here. He said no. Yep. Be nice. Dan? Uh, also, if you're in Toronto or in Toronto's area and you would like to come and join us at the game, send me an email, dan at oilersnation.com. We have a couple of tickets available to join us in the suite. Yes, in the GTA area. Perhaps even Hamilton. Think, I'll allow Hamilton. I think the A stands for area. No, no. Greater Toronto area? It's Grand Theft Auto area. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. And where are those tickets located, Daniel? They're in what's called the gondola suite, mm. which is that sounds uh, fun. a larger suite, which is going to have food and non-alcoholic drink included. So. You could have yourself a little Pepsi, Tyler. And I don't think Bieber's going to be there. He might be, though. Don't know, though. Can't confirm that. Drake, Drake? might be. But I can't confirm. What about the weekend? The weekend might also be there. Taveras will be there, I yep. heard. Allegedly. Maybe Stevens, they might trade him. Steven Stamkos might have Bill Carlson had, be there. Has anyone used the ON account to invite some of these guys? Yep. Hey, Beebs, just so you know, we're rolling in. We've been texting. Drake. We got suspended ones. Mm-hmm. Tyler, my encouragement to you is the free soft drinks. Maybe even out the, uh, the sugar-free Cokes, you know? Yeah. Do one one sugar full Coke for every one sugar free Coke. No, I'm just talking even out the cost. How many do you have to like drink for free to make sure that you're you getting know? my money's worth for sitting in the suite? Yeah. I don't know. I might maybe I'll have a lot of sprites. Ooh. Maybe maybe it's a sprite kind of night. Maybe. Nationgear.ca if you want one of the last two spots to come with us. And I saw our boy bearded Brad slid into my DM saying he's coming with too. So we're gonna have a good time down in Toronto. Again, Fairmont sta- Royal York. Bag Milk and I are going to be walking around the hotel in our robes. I like to do that. Look good, feel good, right? Nationgear.ca, if you want to join us, boys, it is time to ask the idiots a few questions. Yes, That's us. We are the idiots, Dan. We are the idiots. Since I'm looking at you, you're up first. I'm the first idiot. What job do you think you could do for an NHL team realistically? Could you be a trainer? Could you be a scout? Something that where you feel like you could actually contribute to an NHL team. I think... I would be a good sports psychologist for a team. I'm not a not comp- I'm not actually unlicensed qualified at all. Yes, unlicensed, absolutely. But you'd I could be, be a good sports you'd be the doctor of feeling good for a team. Yes, yes. Moral. Yes. Yeah. yeah moral support. Ted Lasso, of head of morale. Mm-hmm. Rick, you got a job at the Edmonton Oilers. What do you think you could shine in? I think I could be a good equipment guy. Oh, yeah. That's a big you'd job. You'd be a really I, good, like, you know, be, high fives and getting the oh, boys yeah, fired I'll up. I'll be the Devin Shore in the dress in the hallway. No problem. I think I don't as a paid position. Rick would be the best player relation person. The person that when they come to the team, he's like the first person that reaches out to you to make sure that. That's essentially he knows, what he's uh, family yeah. liaison. Yeah, he's basically that now. <laughs> just might as well <laughs> get paid to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, his payment it. is uh, putting his face on the side of the building. <laughs> You know, when we were clamoring for Yessa to get an English t- tutor, Rick would be right on top of that, you know? Yeah, Boom. That's, uh... Tyler, you get a job with the Oilers. Where do you shine? Just the guy who stands on the bench and is, like, seeing who's on the ice. In the, case stick they, the stick guy? Whoever breaks their Oh, sticks. I love that guy. Like, I'm playing the piano. I don't know. Okay, so my only question about that is I don't know if you could honestly just focus on that and not the puck in the game. It is, but you are just watching the puck more. You no, know, you're watching like your guys. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure you're not watching game flow here. Who's got the uh, that guy? This I guy, love those. Stick. Oh. Those videos yeah. where they got two stick, the two hands behind them, and they're watching. 
What happened in the old days where you just dropped a stick and you just came by and grabbed a rando? Yeah, you just sometimes oh, you're a lefty. You got, yeah, you got knew the hand. Chara's got or? flurry stick all of a sudden. He's playing on his knees or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I asked the Crusaders trainer about that because he stands there with literally. So he'll stand, but the sticks are behind him, so mm -hmm. he can't see them. So he just puts them in an order, and he knows how to like where they are. So he doesn't like track the actual it's game. Like Stevie himself. Wonder on the piano. He, like, yeah, essentially, <laughs> he just like reads the situation. So if he knows that like. Guys on top for a one timer, like he'll find that stick and oh, get ready for it to come. <laughs> like he won't like watch. Like he's situational. On the stick you should also ask minutes. him if there's a situation company guy. stick that tends to break more than the rest. Mm. Yeah, there is. is. There a CCM out there that's he can't snapping a lot more the than the rest? Or uh, I think it's a CCM. The synergy is a CCM like seventy five or something like that. Does that sound right? I don't know. Okay. Depends on the player. Depends if the player is actually good with the stick or not. You're used to it, and you know you flex, and you're probably not going to snap as many sticks, right? But if well, some like, maybe break down from the inside it, faster, sure, like it'll happen. But yeah, that's why he does anyway. He doesn't watch the actual game, like the entire time. He based off situations. Liam, I'm going to ask you the same question. You get a job with the Oilers. You cannot pick your scouting gig yeah, that you man. do with the <laughs> Sherwood Park Crusaders. Be... That is off the table. You have to choose another one. I did not have a backup GM. Oh, he's going wow, right okay. to the top. Right it. to the top of the go. Okay. I love it. All so right. I would have called him by now if I was in judge. Get the man sure, the job. Pretty, pretty good at making sure the water bottles are cold here, but you're going right to GM. I like it. <laughs> yep, may as well. I mean, aim high, folks. You Kids, if you're listening, you oh, well, uh, never give up. Chris Butty's down there for intermission. and nope. I could be chef. I could be team chef. <laughs> well, you inspired me to take Bob Nicholson's job, whatever that is, because I'll come up with a half-price burger that everybody wants. <laughs> Oh, I could I could give you on just a cheeseburger from uh, the Red Deer Service Center. I actually had a great burger last night at the Where? Southside Soccer Center. So oh, it won't nice. go on the official chart, but I'll tell you right now: if you're ever at those centers <laughs> for ball hockey, <laughs> indoor soccer, whatever it is, grab a burger because they don't put them in the heater; they are freshly cooked on the grill. Five bucks. Wow! Well, Let's start naming these things the after works. you. For the works. Half the arena's yep. in town in like three years. I'll be like, I'll get the Liam with cheese, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't even have to say with cheese. They would just know that would be the burger. Oh. It would just be a cheeseburger. Fair. And when you when Bag Milk takes over Bob Nicholson's job, you get the bagged buddy on the, on the menu. Oh. Only $85. <laughs> Fries are extra. There's a gentleman online. He keeps sending me his Chris Butties. And yeah. I can't remember his name. but he Oscar Brownsword? Is that him? It might be. I can't remember. Donkey Volley. But he keeps sending me different ones. Yep. Like, it's never the same one. I'm pretty so sure it's Donkey Volley from oh, the old Twitch the, streams. It's the best. Donkey Volley is a madman. If you haven't listened to Better Late Than Ever, I encourage you to. Just skip to the voicemail for the nonsense that Donkey Volley leaves in there. Holy <laughs> cow. Realistically, I think I could be the in room like you know the guy who stands there and he's dancing he catches the gloves or the glove quick yeah, guy, yeah, the yeah. glove guy i want to be that guy i got moves you know That's bopping fair. around down he's always ready you never seen him not ready your catching abilities on on par <laughs> always make sure those that hand eye coordination's there these are steady eddies over here i feel like some of those guys like to have fun with them and uh throw them a curveball every now and then hey oh, i'm yeah. ready i can't remember who's i watched blues, but some of them were like whipping blues yeah, it was the blues some dude just started firing them at him i'm ready Question number two. Liam, you're first. Here we go. Oilers record after 55 games last year was 30, 21, and four. This year, it is 30, 19, and six. They went through a lot mentally last year, but still ended up with 104 points. They would have to go 19 and eight in the final 27 to reach that this year. 
Maybe I'm looking too much at the numbers, but the question is, do you think the Oilers are better or slightly worse than last season? Oh, or the same? I th- it's, uh, yeah. I think slightly better this year. I think they've just gone through so many waves this year. But right now, I think this team is probably better at this point in the season than they were last year. Tyler? Uh, I, I don't think you can answer that till after the deadline because you know they had their late season push but that was with brett kulak and i i just think you gotta wait and see what the roster looks like to really give a good answer on that but i think they there is a realistic chance they are much better when you look at like ryan mcleod appears to be taking a bit of a step forward here full season of evander kane hyman and nuge having career years they probably are better but i want to wait till the deadline rick better simple Dan, they're literally better because Evander Kane has been here for the whole year and I can't believe no one mentioned the goaltending but the goaltending is yeah the goaltending definitely comes in and fixes it but also is an issue as to why we haven't been statistically or record wise as good Mm. I see and I think the where you're going with that is a lot of defense's own breakdowns that are not really helping the goaltenders out at all yeah but I also think that there's an element of Jack Campbell's November to December that just eight and played two. You didn't like eight and two? Nope. <laughs> Before that, I yeah, I did. But yes, I just like like the team is better because of the acquisitions that that um, Holland made at the deadline last year. Those continue to still be on our team because he re-signed Kulak. So the good thing about Ken Holland, I like it. Hey, I I'm not a no, I'm not I know, a Ken I just Holland not a very, uh It's not very popular in this city. I think they're better yeah, this year than too. last year. Yeah. Um, I think that if Vander Kane had missed. 30 games or whatever chances are he would have been enough he would have been scoring enough to get an extra couple of wins regardless of what the goaltending did 12 goals or something yeah something like that that, you know like three wins four wins that makes a difference so i'm gonna say they are better unfortunate news that he missed as much time as he did sucks saving his energy for the playoffs question number three i'm coming to tyler first what makes you more nervous the Oilers spending a bunch of assets on a big swing at the deadline or finishing the day with only a few minor tweaks can I hear it again? What makes you more nervous? Spending a bunch of assets on a big swing at the trade deadline or finishing the day with only a few minor tweaks? Well, the second one, because at least you go down swinging if you're going to go down this year. I'd rather lose in the second round with O'Reilly and a defenseman and Noel Achari than I would losing in the second round and then sitting here in the middle of May being like, why didn't we go all in? Why didn't we give the Oilers a little more? You at least got to give this group a chance. Rick? I'm actually going to go with the opposite. I think... Uh this team could actually still progress very far with a couple tweaks that were the right tweaks in the right spots. And if you miss on a big one, then you're in big, big trouble. Why? Why? Like what? Why are you in big, big trouble? Oh, because if it's like, say, like the Carlson thing and you have to move out, you know, Bush and Barry, you're one injury away from being like five defensemen. Nimalina. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> Dan? Are you more nervous about uh, the big swing and with the assets, the cost of acquisition on a big swing or finishing the day with only a few minor tweaks? I'm st- I still am more worried about a big acquisition. And it's just like I mentioned before, it's because if you bring in a $10 million player like Eric Carlson, that is your core. And you have decided that that's your core for the end of the Leon and Connor contracts. And, uh, that's just, it's not, it's not to say that I think it's a bad gamble to make. I just think that that's a tough thing to, it's a tough pill to swallow as a fan. And so it makes me ner- more nervous to have that big acquisition and big move, um, possibly jumble the lineup for a couple of years too. Mr. Harbin. I think I'd be more, 
They'd be mm-hmm. more nervous than if they just kind of sat there and just made a couple of small ones. And then they've got the assets and the markets out there to make a big trade. So go do it. So I'm with Tyler. Go down swinging. Yeah, I want to see them go go down swinging. I just don't remember a time where the others did go down swinging. So I, I I want it. I want some chaos. I want some shenanigans. Is it a good idea? Probably not. But most of my ideas aren't. I'm consistent, Dan. Fair enough. Weather once see, again. The report. Is, see, I, I see when every time I'm next to you on the craps table, you're very consistent. You're very you know five here, ten there. The, Minimum table to obviously mm-hmm. you're not throwing down a hundred on one big one just because you want to win that big one. You're spreading it out nicely. I am Mr. Consistency, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Liam, starting with you, last question to ask the idiots this week. All right. If you want to submit a question for the boys, just slide on into my DMs. They're open. I'll include you. Connor McDavid very well could hit a hundred points tonight for the sixth time. When I ask for your favorite Mc McPoint of the 2022-23 season, what comes to mind? Uh, I'm just going to go to recent C-Bias and just say the McLeod goal. <laughs> that, was just the ri- that was ridiculous. That was nutty. Yeah, arguably yeah, a little bit nice. of a cross-check there, but I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah, a little pushy, pushy, pushy on Thomas Shabbat. Tyler, uh, he could hit 100 o- points tonight. The OT winner against Vegas. That was a really big game, a really big point for them to steal away from Vegas. I'll go with that one. Rick? Is there a point or a goal or an assist that sticks out to you from this season? I honestly can't even think of one. I, mean, I think it's going to be tonight when he gets a 100. Such a blank, and which is crazy to me for this season. But I can't think of like other than the ones you guys have listed. What was the one? Oh, and I didn't even think of the the assist. It's been just one of those years with McDavid where it's just like it's. I'm like focused on the we're focused scored that, on the future. It's almost like that beauty against Washington. That was sick. That's what it was. Well, didn't he score a great one against Nashville too? Probably. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah sensory overload. Stop scoring so much, Connor, I oh, guess. Please don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Facetious. Well, as I was reading this question, I was just I was trying to think. I was like, he's got a hundred points and I can't think of one. <laughs> the, we're not the, worried the about McLeod, that. We're worried the about the team, assist the team was pretty forward. But maybe we should worry about it just in the sense of appreciating what we're watching more. Maybe. I remember them all. Okay, well, we okay, start at one, Tyler. <laughs> uh, so the first start at one. one. I want 46. He's looking at, he's looking at the game. <laughs> well, like, how point 46 first went. one came at two minutes and oh, so opening seconds. night hat trick <laughs> against Vancouver. How are we forgetting that? <laughs> I don't I don't even remember Vancouver being a team in this league. They Scored are. the next game against uh, Calgary and then picked up that crazy apple <laughs> against Buffalo. <laughs> uh, had three assists against Carolina and a goal. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like my answer for this legitimately is not just a specific point. Just the fact that when I write the wrap ups, I bet if I went through the first 55 games or whatever it is, how many times it's just a multi-point night over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So he's there's about to hit, he's about to hit a hundred points for the sixth time in his career in February to tie Crosby. Who's 10 years older. Yeah. And we're in February. There's still plenty of time left to go. 28 multi-point games out of 55 games. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, over 50% of And games. like a lot of those aren't just like, oh, I got two points. Oh, no, I got two points, Liam. It's, he's got no <laughs> three or four, sometimes five. It's ridiculous. But it's funny because there's some of those nights where you just... 13 of those have been three or more. <laughs> some of those nights where you just look back and go through the box score again. You're like, oh, fuck, Connor got four points tonight. He's also had Casual. north of eight shots on net six times this year. Crazy. Well, there you go. There we go. 
Which point do we like? Could be any of them. The next one. All of them. It's always the next one. All 100 of them. I love all of Connor McDavid's points equally, and therefore I cannot pick a favorite. It's what you do. It's fair. It's what you do. All right, boys. Let's finish off the podcast with a little bit of hot and cold performers. Oh, we got to talk about Betway real quick. I got a bet here that I'm excited about. I almost forgot. <laughs> almost forgot. Liam, I know you're going to like this one. Yep. Because I told you about it an hour ago. Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Mika Zabinajad both register three shots at plus 225. Come on. Five bucks turns into 1625. That'll pay the bills. You could buy three of those cheeseburgers you were talking about and have some change left over for a pop. Did Zabinajad almost have a hat trick in his last game too? You should should just sprinkle the uh, Leon over two and a half as well in there. Okay. Gets me about about plus 500. If I have to. Twisted your arm. All right. If I have to. Tyler, what are you betting on tonight? Um... Kane, or sorry, McDavid and Hyman both to go north of four shots on net, plus 225 on Betway. Liam, you got anything a little sneaky in there for you? I did. What did I do again? Oilers win over six and a half and two plus points for McDaddy. Plus 150, which is... Wait a minute. Oilers to win. Plus 150? It was like plus 150. Wait, that's That's a three-leg parlay for... Oh, maybe I just did Oilers and McDavid. I don't know what you did. Uh, Yeah, take out the over and it was just Oilers and McDavid. Oh, and I also did over 64 and a half sh- combined shots. I've just been liking betting on the total shots lately because it just gives you something random so to cheer fun. for. You just get to cheer for shots then. You don't care yeah. who's the shot. That's yeah, fine. it doesn't matter who it is. Shots from like the blue line. You're like, yes, get that through. Counts, that, <laughs> counts, that counts. <laughs> I love it. Make sure to bet responsibly if you are of a legal betting age, of course. Shout out to our friends at Betway. Good? Good. All right, we start off with our veggies every week as we do with our hot and cold performers of the week. Mister, I'm going to pick a button for you, Dan. You are up first. So mind your cold performer of the week. All right. I am ready for you. Uh, Dan. Cold performer of the week is going to go to the Oilers overtime configuration. I think it needs to change, uh, whether that's breaking up McDavid and Dreisaitl or not starting with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Something needs to give in overtime. You're as cold as ice. To Dan's point, the Oilers have lost six in a row going to the extras. That includes the shootout as well. I just I just think that other teams are going into the prevent defense when McDavid and Drysdale are on the ice. Two guys are always back every time, and it's just hard for those guys to try and create when they have two guys playing defense right off the bat. I think Tyler made a point. Leon's too tired because he's spending too much time with defensive worries in the first three periods. Tyler made the point of why not splitting them up in the sense of like if Nuge and, and Connor could have a little bit of chemistry, which they did against Detroit. They played together before. Why not start those two and then have Leon as the next one over? Yeah, and you have that. And you come up with the heat off of the bench too. But maybe you could start that way and then just try to rotate it and flip it and try to, you know, sometimes you got to throw a change up. Uh, Rick, your cold performer of the week. And I know you're going to hate this, Tyler, but it's this time, like the silly season and this, the, the the expectations of the trades and everything like that is just super duper annoying right now. Worse, 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 worse. <laughs> Your cold performer. Uh, for me, <laughs> the Oilers did a really fun game the other day uh, in between whistles where they had a young fan, I think she was probably about 11 or 12, do a spelling bee. And so the last one she had to spell was Pugliarvi. And the crowd was kind of like, whoa. And she took a second and nailed it. 
and I tweeted about it and spelt Pugliarvi wrong in oh. the tweet. So I was wondering where we're going. It is I was now, like, are we doing cold performers? <laughs> like it is now my most liked tweet ever, and it's like the biggest dumbass moment of my career, or one of them. Uh, I get the cold performer. Oh. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Drop that one where they had me So the, the worst half. part is I... I spelt Pugliarvi twice in the tweet. The second one was right. Second one was right. And then I saw people tweeting me being like, she spells better than you. You don't know how to spell. I literally went to the score app on my phone and was like, P-U-L-K. <laughs> then I went back to the tweet and looked at the at my second spelling because I didn't see I spelt it the first time. I was like, I spelt it right. What are people talking about? And I was about to start arguing with people being like, shut up. <laughs> You're wrong. I uh, before, before game two in the second round, I was standing outside of Rogers and I got a radio guy came up to me and got me to do a contest to spell Jesse's name and I fucking butchered it. I felt so really? bad afterwards. It's hard. It's it's not easy to do on the spot, but then on top of it, she was 10 years old and it's made us break it down into three parts. Yep. Pull. Phonetically. Uh, Tyler can't spell. We are at Liam, your cold performer of the week. My cold performer of the week is... I like when you get a big sigh before it because you know something. I like just something. had it in my head and I actually forgot it. Oh, the Oxfordshire Council on <laughs> Clarkson's Farm for not allowing Jeremy Clarkson to open his restaurant and also <laughs> not giving him a farm road is ridiculous and they shouldn't have to deal with that stuff. I don't even know. Put some respect on my name. What happened there? I, we don't have time. Just next. Cold Farmer BM. <laughs> Uh, my cold performer of the week is Eric Carlson because he's not here yet. What the fuck, man? Figure it out. It's been up and down like a toilet seat, really. Mm -hmm. Reversing the order, Liam, pressure is on your hot performer of the week. Hot performer of the week. Just silly season. It is the best. It is awesome to think that every single player is linked with the others at one point in the year. We might as well just get them all. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. The only player we haven't been linked to is Clean Costin. <laughs> and then yeah. we got him. <laughs> Tyler, you're check. Yes. As you look back on the last seven days of your life, what is the greatest highlight, my friend? Everyone involved in night one of the Ben Stelter tournament. It was a lot of fun. It's going to be rolling all weekend out of the Kinsmen. The prizes look awesome and the silent auction and the raffle. And it was just an all-in-all -all good time. Evander Kane stopped by to drop the ceremonial face-off as well. So everyone who put on this event, it's going to be great. Pour it on! Rick, your hot performer of the week. The Kansas City Chiefs for the amount of money they put in my pocket. Same. Yep. Thank Double you. He's a hot guy. <laughs> that was, uh, so I bet on the Chiefs when they were down by a touchdown. In-game live bet. In-game live bet. 325 or something? It was something like that because I needed that to dig me out of the hole that I put myself in in the Montreal game. I was one catch and four yards away from making it a really good day. I know, me too. Watkins, damn it. Oh, I needed Kelsey. Yeah, I needed a couple more Kelsey yards as well. Yeah, and you had over one and a half, you had one, or over 11 and a half oh. yards, you had eight. Also, honorary Super Bowl mention to uh, just the Kelsey storylines all week. Yeah, that was cool. They were very fun. And Rihanna. And Rihanna. She was very good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nation Dan, your hot performer of the week. Uh, it's going to go out. Well, I went, I went to the Detroit Red Wings game, uh, first intermission. Of course, the others are down. Uh, vibe was a little bit low in the concourse, ran into listener of the podcast and friend of, uh, Kennedy's, uh, Gina a, and she told me 
that Ryan Nugent Hopkins was going to get a, hash, or a hat trick that night. Mm-hmm. She was manifesting it. He did score two goals, so she I'm giving lied. her a partial hot performer of the she week. Lied to you. Because she called Nugent Hopkins scoring three goals. He only scored two. It's getting hot in here. Congrats on being wrong, Gina. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Dan's an easy marker. I have to, hey, I try. Speaking of which, I'm just going to take the easy one, the layup. My boy Ryan Nugent Hopkins, four goals in his last five games. He's got six points over that span as well. Year of Nuge continues. What a five on five, too. Enjoy it. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm flat. You ain't because you're not. Lastly, I just want to give another reminder. Nationgear.ca. There's two things that I need to tell you about. One, the Nation Vacation to Toronto. There's two spots left. You and a friend. You and a stranger. You and just a random person that you've met on the street. You say, hey. Do you want to come to Toronto? They say yes. Done. New best friends. New best friends. Two, the Oilers Nation 15th birthday bash coming up at the Pint downtown on March 18th, 2023. I promise you this is going to sell out. Looking at the ticket sales over the last 24 hours, it is going to sell out in a hurry. So get yours quickly. We got a lot going on that day including some behind-the-scenes activations where you'll get to interact with some of the staff in a different way, provided that they pass a test. (laughs) So true. That is the tricky part of this equation. That was all real, what Bag Milk just said. Provided they pass a test. Skill testing. Is this an open book test? Nope. Well, not really, but it's also not very difficult. (laughs) It's very easy. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Have you seen our staff? Just takes a couple minutes, that's all. There you go. Tyler has a hard time spelling Puglia Yarvi. But can he pass this test? What is the test? <laughs> what is this mystery? It could be anything. That's how we're going to wrap up episode 958,000. Shout out to our friends at Cattail Crossing, AMA Travel, and Betway. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 